National Days, brought to you by Orange Cream Biscuits. Nothing goes down better in the middle of the night than a beautiful orange cream biscuit and a nice cup of tea. How are you, Dale? I'm wonderful, Luke. How are you? Just wonderful. Lovely to see you. How lovely to see you, considering... I usually work about 10 feet away from you. I know. But, I know, uh, but it's nice to see you this close. Indeed. Mm. 14th day of March, and there would be days of significance. I just know there will. There is. Have you ever thought of writing down an, uh, your life story? Or Constantly. Your... Oh, okay. Cause no, it's I've national, never thought of that at all. National you? write your story? No, I've, got no, I've done nothing, nothing. interesting. Yeah. I did, uh, I must admit, uh, one of the times I went away, uh, I was away for about six months when I was doing a bit of world travelling. Right. I kept a really good diary, which I only discovered the other day. And I thought, oh, I must have a read of this again. So that's about it. I don't think anything really happened You could self-publish that. I probably could. Dale's Diaries. Bill Woods has done a couple of books. But he's done done fiction, like crime fiction. I don't Uh, think he's written a biography. Yeah, he's done a couple. He's self-published. Wow. Yeah. Have you um, have you read them? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah. But no. anyway, today is Write Your Story Day. Mm. So, you know, Luke, you might think to yourself, no, there's nothing in my life to tell. It's exactly how I feel. Yes. Uh, it, but it would surprise you once you start putting pen to paper yeah. how, you know, you've probably done quite a few interesting things. Well, you've things done acting. You've been on, uh, what shows have you been on? All Saints. All Saints. Yeah. And a movie? Yeah, my my job, my work in publicity was quite interesting. Well, what was a what was a movie called you're in? Were you in a movie? Oh, quite a movie? few. Danny quite Deck Chair. Danny Deck Chair. Yeah, you're in Superman Deck Returns. Superman Returns. Yeah, but a whole bunch of because I filmed it here in Sydney. I, I I seriously, I know where I was in this film. It was in the mission control scene with when something goes wrong and all the press get frantic. Hmm. I know exactly where I was. I've been through the film freeze framing it and brightening it up. I can't find me in it. It's like they must have scrapped all the footage and came in and filmed it while I wasn't you, looking. You sound like one of those one of those folk who Google themselves. No, you know, no, you no. Google yourself? No, it was out of interest because I was there with another friend and I couldn't right. see him. I thought, God, that's interesting. I can't see I either. I thought you were all supposed to be friends in that movie. We're all supposed to be friends. Um, <laughs> did you see your friend in the movie? No, no. No, not at all. You've been cut. You're no, the... it's like they refilmed it. Oh, okay. Anyway, but look, it, once you start putting words to paper, and I do know people who have written. Mm. A friend of my mother did uh, something very, very similar, but mm. uh, he was a bit conceited. Um, <laughs> but uh, very fortunately, my friend uh, who lost a father the other year, he had a fascinating life, mostly right. because he escaped during the war, yeah. uh, left the country, came out mm. here, had a successful career directing. Yeah. TV. He did a, a, a self-public book just for the family. He didn't do it for mm. you know consumption outside. So you can do suppose- anything. It could be, you know, uh, famous people you've met, cars I've owned, yeah. underpants I've worn, oh. a history of Australian underpants. Yes, you can what make a wonderful that scratch book. and sniff. My goodness. Um, yeah, that but, is unbelievable. Yeah. I apologise to our listeners, my yeah, goodness. Look, look, maybe. The history of Australian underpants. It's a book. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it, I think so. It could be. I mean, over the years, you think of the different fabrics that have been used. True, um, true. Um, different brands, cotton and nylons, and all sorts of things, and different and different shapes. So you're going to hit the when you go to bed this morning. You're going to put pen to paper and start yeah. jotting down history some of Australian underpants. 
Why not? <laughs> yeah, if you can do trips down memory lane, recreating the moment when a spark of inspiration occurred, just like now. Mm. And I'm sure over the years, obviously, you've spoken to a, a lot of really interesting people. I have. Whether they've been in the entertainment, mostly People political. like you. You're oh. interesting. <laughs> I'm one of the exceptions. Mm. How about if we go to National Learn About Butterflies Day? Do you know oh, much yes. about butterflies? Not at all. Okay, it encourages us to look for the blur of colour as butterflies begin migrating. Mm. And they start flapping around. Mm. Uh, I didn't realise that uh, they do uh, pretty much the same as what bees do. They make a difference between valuable fruits and vegetables by cross-pollinating. Oh. They do quite a bit of that. Yeah. I can't tell you. I see, I've seen some of the bees come back, particularly over summer. You can hear them out in my backyard. Mm. I'm not sure about the butterflies. I don't think I hang around there long enough to actually maybe they them. Maybe the butterflies have agreed that your place is a no-fly zone. They maybe. Refuse. Oh, there's a few spiders around. When you go, what about the possums? Are they still there? These possums? <laughs> I clogged up the hole, and I haven't had any possum problems uh, okay. since the weekend. Actually, all oh, right. Every time I think I've done something, I've gotten rid of them. Particularly with putting things up there, like mothballs and all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. Then uh, I hear. Doo, 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 doo. Last time you were uh, concerned about, uh, as you put it, clogging up the hole, because you were concerned about locking the the possums in. But, yeah. No, uh, I waited till uh, late at night. Obviously, they go out at dusk, right. go out scratching around. And interestingly, I did a bit of possum research. They don't necessarily mm. nest just in one spot. They're actually quite... Well, they have a number of birds. Yeah, basically. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, what did you? Uh, what did you clog the hole up with? Oh, just a couple of bricks. Okay. Well, it's only a little spot, and it was they've exploited a piece where I had a new roof put on. Yeah. Uh, there was oh, some little fault with it where the back awning coming over the, uh, the back of the house, where it uh, goes underneath yeah. where the, the roof starts, and they've exploited a little bit there. And it's only a tiny little thing. I thought, how the hell do they hmm. do that? But, so you've got, you've got a kid's book in you, Dale and the Possum Adventures. How you... Who? These, this is the possum. You can give them funny names. What would you call? Uh, what would you, whatever you call them, and you could you Peter could possum? talk. Hmm? Peter possum. Peter possum. Or hello possum. Or hello possum. Peter possum and hello possum. These two bludgers used to live in my roof and caused me a great deal of concern. They were noisy, and I was worried they were doing wee wee in my roof. <laughs> so one day I got a couple of bricks and filled the hole. Now hello possum and Peter possum. Can we elsewhere? Dale Sindon. There they you moved in. For you. If I wrote a book about them, I'd have to be putting in swear words, and I don't want to do oh, that. Oh, don't be swearing Damn about Damn you, possums. Damn mm. you. Anyway, uh, back to uh, back butterflies. To you. Yes. Uh, here's some interesting uh, little facts about okay. butterflies, Luke. There are more than two hundred, uh, 20,000 types of butterflies worldwide. Mm. Their wingspans can range from half inch to 11 inches. That's pretty damn big. Butterflies in their adult stage can live from a week to nearly a year, depending on the species. Mm. Uh, many butterflies migrate over long distances. Particularly famous migrations are those of the monarch butterfly from Mexico and the northern USA and southern Canada, a distance of about 2,500 to 3,000 miles. I saw a documentary down at IMAX on yeah. that. It was quite fascinating. Okay. Yeah. A documentary on... Butterflies, the migration of butterflies. Mm. Okay. Speaking of, I can't wait for IMAX to open very soon. It's been a bit overdue, and I can't wait for IMAX to open. Okay. It's here's one very close to my heart, and maybe to you, Luke Grant. It's National Potato Chip Day, and oh. I do love a good potato chip. You do. Which... Well, in fact, you just love a spud. <laughs> got, I tell spuds. our listeners, we've got this uh, <laughs> pie warmer here at the radio station, 
which I think is a, a Gallo's pie warmer. No, we it have... was, but we broke that one, we and they had to get. It. They bought another one. They bought. They bought their own. Oh yeah. wow! Yay! It's not as good as the Gallo's one. You know that was a very good one. Mm. You often you bring in a spud or a couple of spuds. And stick them in the pie warmer, don't you? That's usually a Thursday night treat. That's when they deliver the new pies, so they'll be there for Friday in the continuous call team. Yeah, how, how do you... You don't cook them, do you, for like two hours at whatever it is in there, 110 or 120 degrees. What do you do? What's your trick? No, I cheat a little bit. I put it in the microwave oven for about a minute. Yeah. And then I just leave it in the pie warmer, and it sort of makes it a bit more dry on the outside and everything. Right. It makes it very succulent. Okay. Right. When you open them, do you put butter in the... No, I don't need to. When no, I have I it with a gallows pie, no, I just have some pie and vegetables. Pie. Sometimes I'll make mashed potato yeah. and make it like oh, a pub grub. That's what you want. Yeah, so that's the Thursday night treat coming yeah. up this week, Luke. Okay. Oh, back to pa- Potato Chip Day. Thank it you. was on August 24, mm. 1853. An unhappy restaurant customer kept sending his potatoes back to the kitchen, complaining that they were thick and soggy. Mm. Chef George Crumb decided to slice the potatoes as thin as possible frying them until crisp and adding extra salt. To the chef's surprise, the customers loved them, so the crispy potatoes soon became a regular item on the restaurant's menu under the name of Saratoga Chips. Wow. Yes. Even that late. But, uh, however, by the late 1870s, menus across the country used the term Saratoga Chips on train cars, hotel restaurants, street carts. Yeah. The name carries into grocers when bakeries made their chips in larger batches. They shipped them by wagons to the restaurants and grocers by the barrel. And it was just chips for everyone. Do Luke. you have a favourite flavour? Yeah, I'm pretty boring. I prefer plain chips. Uh, and if I was to mention, uh, and I certainly have no affiliation with these brands, I love the Kettle plain chips Do and you? the, what's the other one? The, um, Oh, I can't think of the name of it. There are two. They're very similar. They're yes. very, very crisp. But I do like something the rock. Plain. Is there something? That's rock? it. That's it. Yeah, something uh, rock. rock. Red rock. Red rock. Yeah, they're my favourites. You know, my favourite uh, chip is flavour plain. Yeah. Uh, Cole's own brand. Oh, really? I've yeah, tried them. I love them. Oh, okay. I love them. They've got a certain je ne sais quoi. Oh. Can I just say hello to David, uh, who says aloha from Hawaii. Um, uh, just after six here. Yes, it would be. And only Monday, getting ready for a full day bus trip. Still listening. Go the bunnies on the weekend. We were mates until you said bunnies. Anyway, David, have a nice day there. I wonder where you're going. You're going to the uh, factory outlets. That's always a, always good fun. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping to get back to Hawaii at some stage. It's one of my most favourite places on the yeah. planet. If I had a lotto win, I'd be living it's, there. It's, I think. You would be. Yeah, it's also mm. Genius Day uh, oh, today. It marks stop it! You're going to embarrass me. <laughs> well, we look at all geniuses, but it actually celebrates the birth of the one of the best known scientists of modern history, Albert Einstein. Oh yeah, uh, the German-born theoretical physicist changed the way humanity looked at the universe forever with his theory mm. of relativity yeah. and the groundwork he laid when uh, what became quantum physics, the two oh, pillars yeah. of modern physics. Yeah. yeah, he was born on March 14, 1879. He had an extraordinary life. There's way mm. too much here to read. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he found his way over to America, taught at Princeton until he died. Yes. Uh, and uh, I think that photo of him poking his tongue out is probably, you've seen that on many a university yeah. wall, particularly in movies and TV shows. Oh, he was a horribly disrespectful man. 
Apart from that, very clever. Yeah, Thank I think you. I think I read some trivia one time. They Thank wanted you. him to be uh, Prime Minister of, of Israel. Really? Yeah. They okay. asked him what to be shame. there. Yeah. Uh, finally, Luke, yeah. and this sort of ties in with something at the beginning of this segment. It's, it's Save a Spider Day. Okay. This is in part really? to reduce arachnophobia, which yeah. I got to say I'm not uh, scared absolutely like to frozen up, which a lot of arachnophobia yeah. people just freeze up when they see spiders. They bother me, but I seriously cannot kill them. If I find a spider in the house, I find the need to transport it outside. I'm because, the same as you, isn't that odd? Because they they are performing a duty. They're killing other little crappy uh, things. That's, that that's exactly what the they're doing. They're entitled to kill, and we're entitled to kill. <laughs> I'm mildly, uh, what did you say it was? Arachnophobia. Ana- ana- yeah, anachrophobia. Arachnophobia. Because they're an arachnid, which means eight-legged. Scorpions are arachnids as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in the opinion of specialists, spiders perform a very vital function in maintaining the balance of nature's ecosystem. Uh, spiders, together with other species such as birds and ants, have a substantial impact on a reduction of insect populations. Yeah. I had a, uh, a huntsman spider I found in my house oh, a couple of weeks ago. All right, what'd you do with it? I don't look as long as it stays away from me, I'm yeah. fine. But yeah. as soon as it starts crawling around in the bedroom, then I worry, and I got to try and get it. I use yeah. my tennis racket or squash racket and try okay. and just softly. Hey, you know what I've got? I've got a, uh, a battery-operated uh, tennis racket. And, really? And it, uh, it's, it's actually it's an it's a insect killer. And when you press the button on this, um, on this thing, the, the, uh, instead of on a ten- tennis racket where the strings would be cat-gut or something <laughs> like that, this is metal, and yeah. you press the button, and the battery discharges a flow of electricity. And when you hit the thing, what kills it or just stuns kills it? Kills it. I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, I, I, I'll buy you one for Christmas. I was going to say, can you bring it in? Uh, I'll, I'll bring, <laughs> bring it in. in Absolutely, let's check I'll it bring out. It in. It's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic thing. Fantastic so thing. It's not actually a tennis racket, but it's sort of no. the shape of a tennis well, racket. Well, you could, but if you hit the button when you hit the ball, you might, what I like to call, fry the ball. And that's the last thing you want to do. What happens if you're accidentally holding it in your hand and touch it? You don't button? do that. You only hold it by the handle. You'd give yourself a bit of a shock you if you did. You oh, would. Okay. Yeah, it'd be shocking. <laughs> Indeed. Literally. Mm. Well, there you go. Now I've learned yeah. something. Yeah. I'll have to look that up and oh, find out know. exactly what it is. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're a bit of fun. Well, they're not fun for the insect that you're uh, terminating, but mm. for the human. I'd love to use that on mm. a tennis court. When I play with my friends, we play something uh, which I like to call surprise tennis. Right. Which means if you're not looking, you're actually fair game to cop a ball in the back of the head. Oh, really? Like yeah. It's like that, is you're it? constantly, oh, because you're not looking. Yeah. Okay. Right. There you go. Um, Wayne wants to know, uh, Lukey, old boy, do you and Dale like sweet potato chips? Do you like sweet potato chips? I don't think I've tried them. Yeah. I've tried a packet of those only when I've seen them on special. They've got like beetroot, turnip, all those sort of things. They're turnip. quite, they're quite all right. But it seems I can shovel more in my gob if they're plain yeah. chips. And just with the kiddies, it's not a good idea to shove Shuff. as much as you can in your gob. Not a good idea. Um, Declan, one of our listeners, a battery-operated tennis racket. Can you play a tune with that? Well, I guess if you had a variety of different sized insects and terminated them at a different <laughs> juncture. Yeah, you, you, you'd create, yeah. Oh, goodness me. Uh, are we con- is That's this concluded? concluded, yeah. This is concluded. Um, 
you gave me this story. Yes, yes. Uh, a farmer has got a problem with a goat. Uh, this uh, this goat. By the way, have you ever met the studio goat? No, I haven't. Yeah. I've never been here when it's been here. We, we have a we have a studio goat. It's at the other end of the building because, um, well, Ben comes in here, then Ray comes in here, and if the studio goat has um, a little accident, let's call it that. Um, you know, I'll be looking for something else to do. Hmm. Uh, uh, studio goat, are you there? <laughs> Yeah, it's there, all right. Um, anyway, Anne Lomas decided to take drastic action after her goat, Gary the goat, um, started causing mayhem on her farm. She bought the animal in 2021 from a breeder with the idea that children visiting her alpacas. Hmm. Gosh, I love alpacas, do you? Oh, good-looking things. Kerry Packer was a good one as well. Yeah, as well, I agree. Could walk him. Despite looking like butter wouldn't melt within hours, Gary showed his devil oh. horns meant business. The two-foot-tall terror started harassing other farm animals, stealing their food and headbutting them. That's what goats do. Have you ever been headbutted by a goat? No, but I, ha- I know people who have been headbutted by goats. Mm. My niece who's got the pigs was headbutted by really? them. Headbutted. They had a goat before they got the pigs. Right. Well, anyway, um, they had a mock trial Um into the behaviour of this or the, the yeah the way this goat has carried on to hold him uh, accountable pretty much on the first day uh, he broke into the hen shed then he started to chase the hens ate their feed uh, he kept headbutting the other goats put them in with the alpacas because they're bigger but before long he started to escape then he turned up with bras and pants on his head what sort of a goat I bet he could write a good book. Yeah. Um, one of the villagers found him asleep in their living room. He'd broken in and left them an unwanted present. This is an appalling goat. Oh, Gary, come on. I just say, a studio goat, if you're hearing this, hey, none of this behaviour from you, if you don't mind. <laughs> Thank you, studio. Anyway, Dale, that was, uh, that was good today. Yeah. I assume we're at work, are we? I just feel like I'm in a dream, and I know it's like a dream come on a microphone true. And said, "Just talk rubbish for 15 minutes and see what happens." Oh, that's my job. That's the job. Back in a moment.